Hello, this is Nilla Varman and you're listening to The Nilla Extract, the official show where I talk about pressing issues such as body acceptance, mental health, climate change, race and so much more, with some pretty cool music and some pretty cool guests too. Hello everyone, my name is Nilla Varman and welcome back to The Nilla Extract. Thank you so much for being here. And you're probably thinking, oh my god, where have you been? And that's a good question. It's been quite hectic. I finished university, I suddenly got a viral fever, which hadn't been great, so that was fun. (laughs) I'm still uh, kind of, uh, what is it, (coughs) recovering from that, so um, yeah, coughs galore. Um, I went to a little town called Whitchurch, uh, hung out with a dog for a few days, that was pretty cool. yeah, I've just kind of been taking some time to myself and kind of sorting out life and figuring out what I want to do. And let's say I didn't get very far, but ha only time will tell. <laughs> oh my God, what am I saying? Um, but it's so good to be back and it's so good to actually make out five words without coughing constantly. Um, so yeah, that feels great. Um, but yeah, how is everyone doing? What has everyone been up to? What has been going on in the world at the moment? Um, yeah, funny story, I went and saw a dinosaur skeleton, I don't know why that's a funny story, but I went and saw a dinosaur skeleton the other day, which was pretty sick, and as you might know, I'm a very big dino nerd, and um, we went and saw, (coughs) excuse me, Titus the T-Rex, who was the first real dino skeleton, well, first real dinosaur skeleton that's a T-Rex, to be displayed in England in over a century and I was like oh my god I gotta go and it was like a 10 minute walk away from me um so I went and saw this magnificent skeleton honestly like I've never seen something so cool in my life I was like crying it was a whole thing but I just oh my god I felt so small after a very long time and I felt like all my worries were just so so minuscule compared to like these these massive creatures I, I I can't even fathom how these things actually roamed around the earth like what what sometimes I just think like were dinosaurs even real I mean we have evidence but what like it's crazy man it's crazy I love dinosaurs that's the whole thing I think I'm gonna start a dinosaur segment Now, this week, we're celebrating another amazing South Asian creative. And uh, if you notice, the episode's name is all shades and sizes. And that's because we've got the amazing, 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 lovely, kind, warm Brinta on the show today. And she is a body positivity and body acceptance activist on Instagram and TikTok. Oh my, there is a siren in the back. Get well soon, whoever that is. I don't know about you, but whenever whenever an ambulance goes by, I always just say get well soon. Yeah, it's just, it's just a thing I do. But yes, um, about my amazing guest, she was so, so wonderful to talk to. And she was so, so kind to tolerate my constant coughing, which I will now forewarn you about because it's honestly insane. There's a bit where I just went on a proper cough. And I was telling her, like, oh my god, I'm going to cut this bit out because the cough sounded so violent. But I left it in because it's quite funny. And now listening back to it, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. But this was peak viral fever era, okay? Like, <laughs> a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, have fun with that. But Brinta and I had such a wonderful conversation. And it was so, so nice to talk to her. She's so refreshing. And she's so reassuring and encouraging and supportive. And honestly, oh my god. 
I love her. I love her so much. Um, and I hope you enjoy listening to her too. So, yeah, I'm going to come back ne- next episode, back to my old, usual weird self with um, <coughs> more breath control, apparently. But uh, in the meantime, please, 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 please enjoy this episode because I certainly did when I was recording it. So here I am live in my bedroom in Dunkirk uh, at the Nether Extract, where I will try to challenge many socially pressing and relevant issues that aren't really talked about much. And as I'm broadcasting from home, please do excuse any fart noises, crinkle pops and all that jazz in the background. We already had an ambulance. What will we have next? I don't know. But as usual, this episode will have good music, uncontainable weirdness. And without further ado, here is Brinta. Brinta, welcome to the Nilla Extract. Thank you so much for having me. No, oh my gosh, thank you so much for being here. Like, just just two minutes ago, I was telling you how much I was fangirling. So honestly, it's a pleasure <laughs> to have you here. How Thank are you? So I'm good. Um, we're, I'm in Ontario, in Canada. So, I mean, a lot of rainy weather this week. But other than that, I'm doing good. How are you? How are you doing through the pandemic? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, we had some sunny weather, but now it is raining again. It's just typical oh. British weather, you know. <laughs> I know. I've, you know, I've heard. I've been to... <laughs> I've been to England once, once right. in my only be twice in my life, and it was always very gloomy. But I mean, I really enjoyed it. I loved it there. Uh, I, I love it here. I mean, I do I complain know. about the weather like every other British person because for some reason <laughs> that's just how our brains are wired. But yeah, <laughs> I will say you guys have the best food and the best shopping. Like I love going there and spending all of my money. Honestly, I've <laughs> never heard that from anyone. Like, I'm pretty sure what? I spoke to, like, yeah, I spoke to this someone from America and they told me that British people have, like, the most blandest food ever or something. And, like, oh, what? Shit, boring. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I've not been to America before or Canada, so I can't really, I can't talk. But. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I love it. Personally, I mean, it has my, my stamp of approval. I love it. I'll go back anytime. fair enough well you're always welcome (laughs) um so for those who don't know brinta she is a social media activist who promotes uh, body acceptance she's honestly incredible and unapologetically herself which i absolutely love she's a fellow member of the thumble community so woo represent (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um yeah Brinta, how did you get to where you are right now? Like, how did you start your TikTok and your Instagram and all that jazz? Hit me with everything. Oh my gosh. I, oh God, how much time do you have? I was all the like, time you want. <laughs> honestly, like, I feel like if the pandemic didn't hit, and I feel like a lot of people can say this about maybe where they are in their lives right now, but if the pandemic didn't hit, I would not be where I am today. So if we're looking for a silver lining, you know, there it is. But I got a little bit of perspective. I got a little bit of like a, career change if you want to call it that um but during my time in the pandemic i mean like everyone else i was struggling with my body i also got engaged at the beginning of the pandemic and you know i immediately went into full like shredding for the wedding you have to lose all this weight and it just took a huge toll on my mind and my body and i got to a point where i needed to look for my wedding dress and i was just like emotionally i couldn't do this i couldn't I couldn't make it about my body any longer. So I remember going into that appointment that day and thinking, I'm just going to forget about my body. I'm just going to, you know, enjoy the time with my family and my friends and, you know, look for a dress that I love. 
Yeah. And that was like the first, I didn't know what it was called at the time, but that was the first day that I experienced body neutrality, which is basically your ability to live your life without, you know, absolutely loving or absolutely hating, just not making it about your body at all, just living outside of your body. And I know for a lot of people, like the idea of body positivity is a sort of a far, a far stretch. It's, it's hard to get to because they think that you have to be positive, you know, all the time. So for me, I sort of leaned into body neutrality first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I learned about it and I experienced it. And it was just this wonderful experience. I mean, I was like 26 years old at the time. And in 26 years, I had never had an experience that wasn't about my body. Yeah. So, you know, it was a brand new, a, a brand new like experience for me. And um, it made wedding dress shopping, which is like so stressful as it is it made it actually enjoyable for me so that one experience made me want to share what I had learned you know online and you know I'm going to say ironically I started this page online on Instagram as like a weight loss journey page but yeah like if you scroll all the way to the bottom you might see a little a couple posts like that Mm -hmm. and then you see it like slowly transition into like okay this is what I learned and I'm just going to share this with people Mm -hmm. and people really related to it and I was really surprised by how many people were willing to be so open and so accepting of, mm-hmm. I guess, this side of like body acceptance, especially, you know, as a, as a Tamil woman, as a brown woman, I have so much support from our community as well, which is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, with TikTok, I, I swore, I swore on everything that I would never be a TikToker. And here I am. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, the TikTok I fever say, has caught uh, you. <laughs> oh, it did. It got me, it got me good. It's so addicting. <laughs> It is honestly some points of the time, I, like I would just scroll for hours and hours and I'd be like, Oh my God, what is my life? It's like a wormhole. It's, it sucks you in, <laughs> but it's kind of nice. Cause it's, like, it's nice to see like all this creativity coming from like this generation or even like other generations who have found the app. It's like a really creative space. And I, I sort of love that though. For but sure. I, I instantly took a liking to it and I was like, I think I like slowly dipped my toe in. I was like, okay, I'll get the app, but I won't make any videos. And then I made a video, <laughs> but, but it wasn't about body acceptance. And then I slowly transition, transitioned into that. Yeah. So I was very nervous, but yeah, it, it did, it, it did a lot for me in terms of like a creative outlet. So yeah, yeah that's how I got into both, both rounds of uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Well, you are doing an incredible job if I do say so myself um and yeah and as you did mention like you're you are a brown woman and um you are from the Tamil community and we have such like a a diverse community of brown people that make up our families you know all different personalities and sizes and whatnot um and so obviously growing up in that environment of you know being unapologetically Indian um (laughs) how do you think that influenced how you know you kind of saw your body image for me it was a little bit like growing up in in my South Asian community at least it was it was very negative like I Mm -hmm. watched people talk about people's bodies all the time you know you have that stereotypical you know anti-dialogue and I was surrounded by that I had a lot of people just um gossiping and I was really I was actually a really skinny child Mm -hmm. um 
but it, it made me fear forever being on the other side of those conversations. Like I heard what they were saying about other people's bodies and it made me, it really spiraled me into various types of eating disorders because I just didn't want to become the topic of those conversations. Mm. Um, and I mean, you can't really fight it eventually. I made my way to the other spectrum of things where, you know, I had a really bad relationship with food and, you know, food is something that I think I'll be working on my relationship with forever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I gained a lot of weight and it was really unhealthy as well. And I had to like actually face the fact that the environment that I was being raised in had a lot to do with the way that I viewed food and the way that I viewed my body. So um, coming out of like that sort of community negative space was, it took a long time. I honestly didn't do it until I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I did. I'm glad I got some perspective. I'm glad that, you know, I live in North America and, you know, on social media in our generation, we can have these broader conversations about body acceptance. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, I'm glad that things have, have changed at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I think things are slowly changing and we're seeing more people are getting involved in this conversation. And obviously, like we're having conversations like this. And I think there's always gonna be growth somewhere or another it's gonna be slow but I guess it's happening right (laughs) definitely I mean it's it's getting there I think what we're working on right now is 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 brands and you know how they um make space for bigger bodies in that community in the fashion community and how we just make space for one another as a community online as well just in Mm -hmm. terms of like being open-minded open-minded and just being kind um yeah we have a ways to go and i i don't, I don't think the point is to like change everybody's mind mm-hmm. i think it's just to let people be a little bit more accepting of, of themselves of and more importantly of, of other people as well so that people don't have to deal with what i had to deal with growing up yeah yeah for sure i mean i mean you obviously post on tiktok and everything and I read about, oh, I've forgotten the activist's name and she's also incredible, but her videos actually got taken down just because she was like a curvier woman. And yeah. there was like a whole move. I've forgotten her name about it, but have you ever faced Oh, oh there's a few. Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of the other content creators that I'm friends with online, a lot, maybe even all of them have had at least something flagged on TikTok. And these are my content creator friends who are in the body acceptance mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're, we have bigger bodies. We have, we have fat on our bodies. And it was unbelievable to see what they were allowing on the app. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like people were like fully clothed and they were banning their yeah. videos, but then there'd be like a bunch of really, really skinny people wearing literally nothing and like, I don't know, t- twerking on the beach or sand or something and they'd be allowed and accepted and I was just really really shocked because obviously we see all these social media platforms you know advocating that there is space for all sorts of people and then they go ahead and just ban videos exactly and that's what I think that's what people have to be aware of in, in terms of like performative activism when it comes to literally anything, especially when it comes to these big platforms um, or these big brands like TikTok is huge. Mm-hmm. And they've come out with statements multiple times saying that they definitely are not discriminatory, 
But I mean, we could go onto the app right now and scroll through and easily prove them wrong. Yeah. So maybe, and you know what, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're not doing it on purpose. Maybe there is something with an, al- an algorithm or something that's going on within the app mm-hmm. um, of their community guidelines that is just confusing and maybe not everyone's on the same page. But at the same time, they are now aware of this issue and something needs to be done. Yeah. Because if, if it's not a safe space for everyone, that it's not an inclusive space and it's just, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. I completely get that. I mean, yeah. you you also speak a lot about representation in like, you know, various fashion and other media. Well, I don't know why I said media, but you get what I mean. Like other, other yeah. and kind of holding brands accountable for the lack of representation. What do you think about that? And tell me more about that. Oh, I could talk about this for hours. Um, <laughs> I, it's so funny because all of this is based off my own experience. So I'm very much invested in this. Um, but like I, even like last week, like I had to go shopping for, I'm, I'm attending a wedding in the end of the summer. And I need a dress. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm shopping online to all of these big brands and, you know, they have plus sizes and they have curve options. And I'm looking and my options are, overly expensive mm-hmm. or they're ugly or they're just non-existent and when I say that what I mean is the straight size options for smaller women or for regular size women by you know community standards yeah are are, are very different styles and a very different make than what is available to bigger women and then on top of that as a as a size 16 18 body which isn't even really plus size mm-hmm. I have to go to another section of their website just to find clothes for myself. So I can't shop their regular line. I have to go somewhere else. Damn. And so is that, re- is that really inclusive? Are you really including us? If you're telling us we have to be separated from these other styles and these other sizes, because that to me doesn't really seem like everyone is, is welcome here. And it's, it's, it was really, really frustrating. So even with brands, like I said, I mean, yes, people, they have, you know, plus size options, but I think we have to be weary of um, what's really being done, like what's actionable, what's actually being changed within the fashion industry. Because a lot of brands right now, and now that I've pointed this out, I hope a lot of people will go and check their favorite brands' websites, mm-hmm. log on to their website, go to like a reg- regular outfit or top or whatever, and see if it's available in bigger sizes or if you need to go to a separate section because you'll notice a lot of brands do that. Yeah. Something I've noticed as well is like when I'm online shopping and I'm like looking at different clothes, I'll just be, you know, you can just like scroll across the sizes and there'll be different models modeling that certain yeah. top or whatever. And then you get to like a certain size and then it's just a picture of the top, like on, uh, <laughs> on, a, on a floor. And I'm just like, <laughs> you couldn't like go out and find like a few extra people to model these clothes. So I know what really? it looks like on someone who looks bigger than me or smaller than me or whatever. Like, I just find it so funny like even bikinis for example or lingerie like if you're scrolling through you you can see like (laughs) it goes up to like maybe large and then after that there's just it's just on a hanger and there's just (laughs) I'm just like right okay then fine okay then sure that that okay um but yeah and like also I just don't see anyone that looks like me more more oh. a lot of the time and if if I do it's uh, people who are unfortunately very very um kind of 
adhered to the social ideal of like a perfect body and yeah whatnot i mean uh, take take the what's it love island <laughs> i oh don't see i don't i don't really watch love island but i do sometimes I, yeah. I, i'm very guilty for doing so but sometimes guilty pleasure i know i'm just like what are they doing but um <laughs> yeah there's like the representation on that is absolutely shit um, especially this year they were like oh we're gonna make it more diverse and, and i was like oh okay great and then everyone was just like abs lip fillers and big butts and yeah tiny waists and yeah like i don't think there's any brown people i don't even know i can't is there is there i mean in general if you think about it is there any dating show with you know a variety of backgrounds and diversities and, and different body types because, I mean, how long has The Bachelor and The Bachelorette been running? Is there ever a woman past the size, like, six? Like, Yeah, that's insane. Do, I swear do bigger all, people yeah, exist? Do, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, we, I mean, we're out here. It's just it's so strange to see that. I never really noticed that until, like, a few years ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically saying, hey, guys, you don't deserve to find love. And if you do, it needs to be in the shadows. Like, we're not going to televise you guys. Fine. Like, it's just... It's so blatant at this point. You would wonder why they're not trying to make a change. It's mm. it's so strange to me. It is really strange. Like, I remember, I think it was maybe last season of Love Island, there was, like, one yeah. Indian guy called Naz or something. And um, I, there was just this very famous meme of this other girl. I think her name is, like, Shonice or Shawnees. Or I, I don't remember. But she's, like, correcting him on her name pronunciation. Like, it's Shawnees. Like, you're saying it wrong. It's not Shanice. It's Shawnees or something <laughs> like that. And then what it made me think is just, like, right. So Naz is probably long, I mean, short for something else. And it's been shortened down for your convenience. Um, oh my god! And you're just sitting there, but like it's Shawnee's. Like I hate when people do this to me. It's Shawnee's, not Shawnee. <laughs> and I'm just like, right. So this is like a first world problem right there. Oh my god! Uh, uh, and we, I mean, I mean, we like talked about this earlier, like in our in our first conversation about mm-hmm. like whitewashing names because you were asking me like, but you know how my name is pronounced and stuff like that. I'm like, it's it's Brinta, but in, in our culture, it's actually Brenda. Yeah, but people think you know I've changed my name to maybe whitewash it or make it simplified for people, and I'm like, no, even this name people can't pronounce. I get Brenda, I get Brittany. <laughs> Sorry, Brenda and Brittany. <laughs> yeah, like I get all various sorts of variations of my names. I'm like, even that, like, why can't we just like? There's so many, you know, white people's names that are hard to say, but they still try to say. Oh them. my god, yeah, that's Sorsha Ronan. Me. Yes, Sasha Ronan. Like, <laughs> you, if you can say Sasha Ronan, you can say Brenta. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, my name is four letters, right? It's Nilla. Like, you know when they when they teach you at school, like, um, the what was it? A sounding words. You, you pronounce the I as like I, right? Not yeah. E. But they'll still be like Nila, Nile, Nila, Niala, Nala, <laughs> Nelly. Like, I'm just like, yo, it's so simple like how do you want me to write it in your brain like i uh, it's <laughs> i just now my 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 um my standard introduction to people is more or less like hi my name is Linda. like what's that is it mila and i was like no no it's yeah. it's like uh it's like it sounds like vanilla but without the va oh my gosh so, like if you can pronounce that is mila, like why can't oh you pronounce God. nilla 
Like <laughs> that is a sad. That's so sad. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And like how? I mean, at what point and what can we do to make it easier on people to just like? Because you're right. That that guy's name probably was was you know shortened for the show to make it easier and more digestible for people. Mm-hmm. But at what point do we get to say to us brown people get to say, hey, this is our name and like. This is who we are. Why do we have to hide a part of us just to make it more digestible for other people or make yeah. it easier? Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, finally someone gets this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just like people think it's really cool when they say that and they're just like, oh, sorry, I've got a bit of hay fever, so I keep coughing out of the blue. Oh, but... it's okay. <laughs> Trust me, I live with a wow. whole bunch of I, my uh, fiance has hay fever too, so I live with this. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it's just like I had this all these idealizations for summer, year, and I was like, oh, frolicking in the flowers. And <laughs> I can't, I can't get in within like one foot of the flower because <laughs> I'm just like snotty. Um, but yeah, oh. um, what was I saying? <laughs> Forgotten now. <laughs> Honestly, I have to. <laughs> Well, that was that was great that was a great point of conversation for me but um yeah maybe with that we should take a break yes now i asked you to pick a song and you can pick whatever you want but what would you like to be played i have been obsessed with the song since i heard it and people are probably going to be like oh no not this song again mm-hmm. but good for you by olivia rodrigo let's do it is... i love that song yes <laughs> yeah For you, I guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world Good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl Like a wounded soul Maybe I'm too 
And we're back with Brinta, and um, I'm no longer coughing because I've got a strepsil in my mouth, but let's see how long that lasts. Um, hello again, Brinta. How's it going? Hello. It's good. It's great. I'm, I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just that time of day. It's just, yeah. it's just pollen time. God, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, now, you were talking about, you know, being kind of like a negative society-ish Thing growing up like a negative environment you know people um shaming other people's bodies and things like that i mean i've experienced that too i've got relatives who have said not so very nice things about my body before and i'm sure loads of people have experienced the same um so how have you handled you know kind of body shaming in the past or how do you have you changed your approach to dealing with it oh yeah in the past i internalized that can I swear? I don't think I can swear. Of course you can. <laughs> I swear like three times already. Go for it. Okay, I internalized that shit. I took it so personally. I made the changes that I thought people wanted to see and it just made me so incredibly unhappy. Um, so that's why I used to take those comments previously. I used to take them as like suggestions. Like, hey, if someone commented on my stomach, that means I have to do more sit-ups or eat less or, you know, mm-hmm. just focus on that area. Now I'm sort of like, well, does it bother me? And I always ask myself that question. If somebody says something, I always turn it around and ask myself, does it bother me? Is it an issue for me? Does it make me happy? You know, whatever way I can frame it in a way that, you know, puts the focus back on what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's at the end of the day, what I realize is all that matters. It doesn't matter who's making the comments, whether it's like, your partner or your best friend or your mother or somebody you don't even know at the end of the day, it's just your, it's your body, it's your body. It's about how you feel about it. So now I I always look in words and say, you know what, if it doesn't bother me, then I'm just going to let that roll off my back. Yes. Sometimes it affects me and it sucks to hear those things. I'm not going to lie. But I've definitely learned how to, um, you know, navigate through what they're saying and just, realize you know it's not about me it's about them they're going through their own stuff i'm gonna focus on me Mm -hmm. i love that i love that sorry i'm just gonna cough again oh my god (coughs) i'm definitely gonna cut this cough out oh my god that was just (laughs) intense (coughs) no sorry i was like how how fine was i like at the beginning i was like not coughing i was perfectly you were perfect yeah and then like oh okay 5 30 hits and then she's like she's off she's coughing she's like (laughs) drinking cough syrup from a bottle you know oh my gosh Mm. so as i was saying before i went on a little coughing fit there i totally agree with you and i think that's such a lovely way of looking at how to deal with um body shaming because i think often we've we forget the value of what certain things in our body do for us. Like, I don't know, my arms helped me open a bottle of water just now, which is pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so on. And I think it's just really important to just remember how much um, each part of your body, you know, has a cool function that no other body may have. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that's so true. Like, I think we, we focus on and we've made our bodies or society or the media has made our bodies about being aesthetically pleasing. And at the end of the day, I mean, they're functional. 
Mm-hmm. If they're functional, if they do something for you, you should be grateful for that. Even like you said, if it's the littlest thing, like opening a bottle of water, mm-hmm. that that that's you know impactful on your life in some way, and that should be what you focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, now you did say you have a fiance, and yes, um, yes very congratulations <laughs> to you. And Thank you've you. you've um, spoken about you know being insecure in various different outfits and on your Instagram and obviously since we're like Tamil people we wear things like saris and yeah and whatnot I mean how have you gone about that and what's that experience been like how has it been kind of coming out of that um standard you know oh sari should be worn like this way this Tamil bitch should be showing <laughs> like this if you put it lower than the belly button oh my god what are you doing <laughs> Yeah, no one's so accurate. Like that. That was so bad. No, everyone <laughs> sounds like that. Everyone sounds like that. that was so accurate. Oh my gosh. No, it was it's 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 been shit. It's been hard. I um I mean, I think when it comes to like crop tops and shorts and dresses, I for some reason just really took a um a, a liking to those things like, i've always loved fashion yeah. but when it came to like cultural clothing specifically i found it a lot harder and mm-hmm. i think it's just because how i was raised and what my body felt like growing up in this clothing especially because i think the main issue for me is because i there are no plus size and when i say plus size i literally mean nothing past maybe a size 12 or 14. I'm a size 16, 18 in US sizing. Like there's, there was nothing available for me. And so it traumatized me. Damn. Do you know what a sari skirt is? Like an underskirt? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they don't sell those in my size. What? I literally literally had to go to a Tamil store one time and buy one. And when the lady was like, try it on, see if it fits. And it didn't fit. She was like, okay, well, the solution here is you have to buy two and our in-house seamstress will sew them together. What? Have you seen Indian people before? Oh my God. It was, I, I was, and I was in a rush. Like this wedding was coming up and I had to do it. And so I did it. And my mom, I called my mom and mom, my mom's like, yeah, you know, unfortunately that's really normal. Like I know a lot of people who do that. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like these these aunties are just paying double the money and nobody's talking about this. Nobody's asking for bigger sizes. Like this I did is not know insane. that at all. Oh my God. I mean, obviously like various communities, like for example, Samoan women, they, they, you know, take pride in having bigger bodies and things like that. And obviously in India, a lot of women, even in South India, they have bigger bodies and yeah, I think they embrace that. And it, when it's such a, a common body size i can't believe they don't even have like an in skirt i think it's an in skirt whatever it is um we call it underskirt underskirt like under, yeah underskirt that makes more sense um yeah. an underskirt for people like beyond a size medium like oh, oh it was oh. it it boiled my blood I i'm so, so sorry it must have it must have really like upset you i can imagine i yeah, and i was so embarrassed like i had to you know, people were around and they heard that conversation. It was just, I was so embarrassed. And like, you know, you go through those traumatizing experiences growing up. And so like, of course I had this bad relationship to this cultural clothing because I never felt like my body was ever accepted mm-hmm. when it came to this kind of stuff. So I, I found it really hard, even for my wedding. Like I really had to argue with the aunties and my mom to wear my sari a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. so for, for some brides, for people who don't know, normally the sari is like, folded and what we call a pleated 
and it's like folded against your body and it's like pinned up. So, you know, you could see your side, you could see your belly and everything. I did not feel comfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to wear it like loose and like flowing and like over my hand. And I, I think up until like the day before the wedding, people were fighting with me to wear it a certain way. And it just frustrated the hell out of me because I was like, okay, just let me be comfortable, please. Like, that's all I'm asking. And there was no specific reason for wearing it a certain way. Like, they don't have, it's not a, it's not like a, a, you know, it's not connected to the ceremony in any way. It's just Mm -hmm. how people have always done it. So it's that thing within our culture as well of, of doing something differently and, you know, breaking those barriers just a little bit and pushing things in a new direction or a different direction. Um, that's going to maybe piss people off or raise some eyebrows, but there's a still a point in doing it. Like I'm glad that I wore my sorry loose because it made me feel more comfortable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, that's insane though. Like, I'm sorry you went through that. It must've been really, really frustrating. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. But I'm glad you're in a better place now where, where you know that, you know, comfort and feeling like yourself is what comes first. And I think a lot of people forget. So yeah. pretty pretty cool um so you know obviously doing an amazing space at holding well not amazing space oh my god that didn't even make sense an amazing job at holding like a a space for you know people of various communities whether they're just brown people or you know brown people of different body sizes or just all sorts of different people from various walks of life um where do you see yourself kind of going with um your Instagram and uh, TikToks and do you know, do you have any plans for the future? Oh, I have big plans. I have all of them. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't know what all of them, you know what? You make plans and the universe laughs, right? Like it's, you, you, you think life is going to end up on me. Like I never expected that I would be doing this right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So obviously I have, I have plans to maybe one day expand the conversation, maybe have a podcast, maybe, you know, do different things with writing because I, I, I do love writing. It's something that I started up doing years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm very amateur at it, but, you know, I love doing it. So hopefully I can expand in that way and just give people more resources to learn about, you know, their bodies and body acceptance and different ways for them to just, you know, tune into these types of conversations because, I mean, it would make me really happy to give them that's more of that space. Yeah. Um, just be able to like help people in that way so yeah hopefully it can expand the conversation in different ways that's amazing that's amazing though i love that i love that and you'd be so good like in a podcast like you're so lovely to talk to and i'm sure you're just like oh my god exciting thoughts thank you thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) um now brinta i wish i could talk to you for like the rest of time because honestly as i was saying like you're honestly so lovely to talk to and (laughs) such a ray of sunshine and i'm learning so much from you but unfortunately we have time restraints. Yes, I know. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to say goodbye. But before I do, this is just a very random question. What's your favorite animal? Oh, that's such a good question. Mm-hmm. My favorite animal right now is a dog because I love my dog. <laughs> Classic. I'm obsessed with my dog. <laughs> but actually, no, no, no. outside of that, I think I've always said an elephant was my favorite. Uh, ah. Yeah, definitely. Why? Why? Why is that? 
they're just very underestimated. They have brilliant minds. They have, mm-hmm. they're, they're smarter than people think they are. Um, and they're obviously taking advantage of, you know, where they live. But I think they're, I think they're beautiful. I think they're smart. And I think, um, I, you know, I just, I just love an underdog. I love an underdog story. So yeah, I'm all for elephants. <laughs> That's fair enough. I love elephants too. I think my favorite um, animals are, well, they are whales. I love whales so much. Oh. I've never seen a whale in my life, but I love whales. They're so cool. They really are cool. Have you seen a whale before? I don't think I ever have. No, I can't say that I have. Oh, they're so big. It's just scary. <laughs> there's, there's so many. I think there's like a documentary on Netflix right now, like a series of like the life of whales. Oh, oh yeah, it's on Disney Plus. That. Yeah, Disney oh, Plus. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I've just been like, I've been, I, I was waiting for my exams to finish so I could like start watching it because I know if I'd start, I wouldn't stop. Like, I'm someone oh, no, who keeps like a guide of whales on her bedside table. That's how. Oh. <laughs> That is so cute. No, you would you'd absolutely love it. Yeah, wait for exams to be done and just get right into it. It's just so calming. I, I it's great yeah. sure. I did it Oh my well. gosh. My one of my dreams is weirdly enough to just see a whale. Like I just want yeah. to see one. I just want to see one. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> well come to Canada. Come to BC. I'm not in BC, but I know that they they have whales in BC. So I mean Come there and you'll see what I'm for sure. Um, yes, I will take that invitation up. I'm on my yes. right now. Um, yeah. Um, Brenda, it was so lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope we can do this again because there's so much to talk to you about. And I feel like we could go even deeper into the conversations we started today. And um, thank you for everything you do. And I've been so empowered by you for so long. And I'm, I really, really appreciate you and what you're doing. Oh, thank you so, so much for having me. And yes, I mean, we will continue the conversation whenever you will have me. I, I love this conversation. So yeah, thank you. Thank you again. No worries. Do you have another song you might want to play before we go? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm, I uh, sprung that on you out of nowhere. I know. You did. You sprung it on me. <laughs> um, there's a new Ed Sheeran song out. That's oh, cool. yeah. Let's- Let's bring it back to, to the UK. Let's let's do some new Ed Sheeran. Yeah, Ed Sheeran, you know, Bad Habits. Bad habits. That's yeah. the one. So I guess that's uh, Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. And I'll say bye to you, Brinta. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.
really know Swearing this will be the last But it probably won't I got nothing 